I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. I smoke my stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. How bad is number two on it? Julio's in the end zone. The 21 NFL Draft. The Atlanta Falcons select Kyle Pitts. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. What is up? My name is Jesse Head, and this is another episode of the Heads Up Podcast, your source for all things Falcons related. And I would love to be going in uh, to Arthur Smith's offensive scheme and getting into the X's and O's of that and discussing that and how our team is going to potentially benefit from it. Uh, But unfortunately, Julio Jones keeps hijacking the content um, with all of his headlines. And boy, do we have a lot to get into um, with some of the things that we have learned over the past couple days. But um, before we get into all that, I got to give some credit where credit is due. Uh, Well-earned spotlight to the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, They've been shadowed after their uh, amazing uh, first playoff game um, against the Knicks due to all the Julio Jones stuff and everything going on. Uh, I don't know if you guys got the chance to watch it. Me personally, um, I am not a uh, I'm not a diehard fan of all sports. I watch all sports, but I'm not a diehard fan of anything other than probably just football and MMA. Uh, but I'm a diehard um, all Atlanta sports fan. And the other night, you know, pl- playoff first playoff game since 2017 for the Atlanta Hawks. I tuned in and. Unbelievably epic game um, all the way through, especially the back end of it. You felt like the last five minutes were nothing but clutch shots um, and the team's going back and forth. But that damn Trey Young, the kid is something else, man. He has rejuvenated uh, my energy for Atlanta Hawks basketball. Um, And I I can't wait to watch uh, the game tomorrow night, which would be the Wednesday night game. Going to get together with a couple uh, group of friends and go and watch that at Taco Mac. But the way this dude manages the game and plays the court, play, playing through tra- uh, fighting through traffic, playing through traffic, passing, shooting, the dude's just fun to watch. Um, when he gets the ball, you know that something spectacular is going to ha- gonna happen, but you don't know what it is. If it's going to be a three-pointer, is he going to drive through the paint? Is he going to come up with one of those ama- amazing passes to the outside um, for an awesome assist or something along those lines? But... Dude, the guy is incredible to watch. He's fun, man. I'm fired up to watch the Atlanta Hawks. I haven't felt this way in a long time. Uh, So this is just awesome, man. And to go into Madison Square Garden, one of the toughest places to play in basketball, go in there with a hostile crowd. I think, I'm not sure, but I believe that was their first uh, game with a full stadium at MSG for the Knicks. But to go in there, they're all going crazy. They're loud as hell. You can tell on TV. They're chanting "fu." They're getting all crazy and hostile, and then uh, the, you know he's he's you know all the pre- you know, he's got all this pressure on him as his first game, uh, our first playoff game uh, for him. He really needs to show out. He goes in there, balls out. He's getting the "fu" chance at the end of the game and drains a buzzer beater uh, with .9 seconds. Uh, just fucking awesome to see, man. So. Uh, if you did not get to watch that, if you've been living under a rock or something like that, certainly uh, go check that out. Even if you're just a fan of football, that was fun to watch. Um, but I had to give these guys the credit uh, that they deserved. 
since uh, Julio's being a chump and taking it all away. Uh, but uh, it was just uh, fun, to, fun to watch, and I'll certainly be tuned in watching the game tomorrow. But um, we're going to get into this Julio Jones stuff, the soundbite, all the different things that we learned over the past couple days. And so, uh, yeah, let's dig in and break this stuff down. Pick up the phone. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. All right. Julio. I got you. This is your favorite uncle. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. Try to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look. You want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man. Nah, I'm out of there, man. You He's out, out. Of there? He's out of there. Oh, Are you going to... You, ideally, where would you like to go? Uh, right now, I'm just, I want to win. Okay. We don't go to Dallas. If you go to, you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. Nah, I, you already, I, man, listen, come on, man. You already know I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you remind him we're on television Ask right me why now? we wore the Dallas. Listen, listen, you know how people is, man, with all that going right. on with the, the picture. Yeah. yeah. And all that stuff like that. Okay. Man, I ain't never been on that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good enough. Yeah. Julio. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We on air, but I appreciate you calling me, dog. You know I know my nephew is going to pick up. So, yeah, that just happened. That just happened. Listen, I know there's a lot of speculation, and I was a little unsure at first, but he knew he was on air. I actually called my buddy, Corey, and I was like, dude, are you seeing what's uh, floating around here? And then he ended up calling me back after he had saw it. And he, and he was like, dude, the more I think about it, I, I, I'm pretty sure Julio knew he was on air. And, I, and I'm with it, too. You know, Shannon Sharp has strong relationship. You know, former NFL player, one of the greats. He has a strong relationship with a lot of people. He is not, he, he is not dumb enough to call somebody, um, you know, that's a superstar NFL player on air like that. And then just put him on blast for the whole world, um, without warning him and letting letting him know. And, and also, it's 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 illegal to do that as well. Um, but I just don't understand why Julio would do that. It, it doesn't make sense. From there's just no angle that makes sense for him to do that. If you know, we'll get to this in a minute. But obviously, he wanted to be traded. But it's not his mo. It's not his style. Uh, to um, put his business out there, to cause um, you know tension uh, between team and himself, even through all the contract negotiations and everything he went through, he never you know said anything publicly that was disrespectful or anything like that. In fact, he was you know extra respectful of you know saying that Arthur Blank you know's word is as good as gold. Um, so he's now now he's painted himself the bad guy, and it doesn't make sense because he had already went and requested a trade a couple months before so you know everybody thought you know or everybody was mad at, at Terry and Arthur and telling them to find a way to keep him and all this stuff like that little do we all know Julio requested this trade weeks before uh the NFL draft um so you know he he has wanted to be out of Atlanta um so that was a huge twist and turn in the story um but personally, you know, I love the way Atlanta is handling this situation. Um, you know, Arthur Smith had a press conference um, today, which is Tuesday, um, and he um, he said 
nothing. <laughs> he said absolutely nothing. Um, they were questioning him about Julio um, and how he felt about this and how he felt about that. And he basically said, look, I'm not going to say anything uh, that I, you know, in regards to a private conversation that I've had with one of my players or any player um, for that. And, you know, it's kind of a slap in the, a slap in the face to Julio Jones uh, because you just orchestrated some bullshit live on air thing with Shannon Sharp, um, you know, causing all this drama and turmoil and headlines and everything. And I just don't get it. I mean, the only thing that I can think is maybe he thinks this is going to speed up the process or make, make Atlanta definitely want to trade him. They don't give a shit. You're under contract, bro. If they want to keep you, they'll keep you. And if you want to, if you want to uh, not show up and not play, we'll just suspend you and keep your money. So I mean, it's really, it was really a bad decision on his part. If this was orchestrated, which it doesn't make sense that it wouldn't be. I think by now we would know there would be an apology from Shannon Sharp, or some statements out by Julio or his camp or something along those lines. Um, so it's just a really, uh, it, it just doesn't make sense at all. Uh, for for Julio, it, it only it only makes from a fan base standpoint, it makes you know our franchise look good um, because we're trying to handle this the right way and honor him as a player that wants to be traded to a different team. So it just doesn't make sense. Um, I don't think this does anything one way or the other for you know uh, heightening the trade the, the trade. Um, percentages of, of, of him, you know, being traded to a different team. Um, I don't think it does much. I don't think it changes much. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you don't have to be. We don't have to trade you. Um, but now uh, we know how you really feel, and that's that's not a good. That's just not a good look because um, this team is trying to do you a favor by getting you out of here, and now you're going to go on live air and disrespect the Atlanta Falcons. And what he said really pissed me off too. He just straight up said, "Oh, I'm out of there." Like it, like all, like all the love that Atlanta has given you, the big contract and everything we've done, and, and you're just going to refer to us as there. Um, you know what? That's just totally disrespectful, and and that hurt. That hurts our feelings as fans. We've been supporting you. You've been everybody's favorite. No one's had a damn bad thing to say about you, and. We've given you, as a franchise, given you everything that you could possibly ask for, and then you're just going to turn on us like that? Good, then get the hell out of my life. Who needs you? Beat it. Leave me alone. It just doesn't make much sense. I just don't don't quite understand it. As far as trade partners go, um, Patriots are at the top of the list. From what everybody's saying, I can certainly agree with that. Um, You know, Bill Belichick has went out and snagged up a lot of different people, and... I think that that could be a that that could really heighten their chances as a Super Bowl contender. The only question, you know, everybody's kind of throwing them in the mix is that I'm still kind of curious about that quarterback spot. Cam Newton looked awful. Now there's a lot of people saying he looks good, he looks a lot better. You know, a lot of people are saying that about Todd Gurley uh, after uh, when when he was in our training camp and he came out there and completely shit the bed uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. So. The rumors that he may want want to go there and play with Cam Newton. I, I think there's a lot of other quarterbacks that are far better than than him that he could you know potentially go and play with. Um, so that was a little bit shocking. 
Um, but that is a potential landing spot for him. He could he could buy you know just totally be bought in on Bill Belichick's plan and what he does. And there's certainly no fault in that. Help I, you know I I would I would believe in Bill Belichick if he told me come here and you're going to be a winner. Um, another option is the Green Bay Packers. Um, I think that would certainly catapult them. And I think that you know Aaron Rodgers is kind of saying you're not helping me. You're not helping me. They go and trade for Julio Jones. Well, hey, here's your guy. Here's the guy you wanted. Um, now you can come be happy and let's go win us a Super Bowl. Could certainly see that happening. San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. Their quarterback situation is unsure right now, um, but they got their guy Trey Lance. That's something that a lot of people um, are buying into. I'm one of those guys. I think Trey Lance is going to be good. And San Francisco already has a really good team. The Rams are an option. Um, Sean McVay has done wonders with that squad over there. They've shown they're not afraid to uh, trade away picks um, for players. Um, so that could certainly be an option uh, for Julio as well. He's got Jalen Ramsey over there um, trying to recruit him. And then the other big top contender is the Tennessee Titans. I could definitely see this one too. Derek Henry really, really wants him. He made the post on Twitter, you know, tighten up, and they've been working out together. Um, so that could certainly – uh, be an option as well. So I think the buyers are there. I just don't know exactly what the Atlanta Falcons want for Julio Jones. And I don't think they're going to get a first rounder unless the market gets super competitive in the next couple weeks. I just, or the next week, I just don't know if they're going to, they're going to get the first round that they want. They want a first rounder for him. I'm not sure they're going to get that. I, I am on the end that I don't think Julio Jones has as long as people think he does of being a superstar wide receiver. I think, you know, he's got, you know, we went over this the last podcast, so I don't want to, or the last episode, I don't want to repeat myself a bunch, but I, I just don't think he has that much time left. I think if we can get a second rounder and a fourth rounder for him, that would be it. I think I would take that trade. And I think they may already have like a second rounder and a fifth rounder. I think they may already have that. They may just be waiting to see. If they're going to get somebody that comes in and says, all right, we want him really, really bad. We think we're on the brink. We're a receiver away, an offensive talent superstar away from going to the Super Bowl. And they're they're holding out maybe to wait for that. And I think that that could certainly be the situation. Um, but if they're not going to trade him for, for, for anything other than a first-rounder, you know, Julio just gave himself a lot of media questions come training camp if he shows up. Uh, so, you know... There's been some developing stories of how we can handle this cap situation. Extension of Grady, um, extension of Matt Ryan, uh, a couple other options were thrown out there. So there's a chance that he may still be here. I think it's a small chance, um, but there is a chance uh, that he could be here. So it's a uh, it's a sucky situation, man. It kind of hit me the other day. I'm like, damn, dude, Julio's just going to turn us back on us like that and just – start disrespecting us on the air and these orchestrated attacks. It, it hurts his Falcons fans, man. But, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, you know, I agree uh, that, that, it, that it sucks real bad. But some of you fans, gotta y'all got to get with the program. Uh, you know, everybody's saying we're going to suck if without Julio. There's a lot of teams that trade superstars away and they figure out a way to be good and make it. You know, take a look at Calvin Ridley's stats last year without Julio on the field. They're pretty damn good. I think he had several 100-yard games, multiple touchdowns, without Julio on the field. Uh, so he can handle his own out there. We signed a, a wide receiver, nothing special or anything like that. But we got Russ Gage. 
We got Kyle Pitts, got Hayden Hurst, got Mike Davis. This is not a bad looking team. Uh, so all this stuff, stuff saying we, you know, all these little excuses of how we can't be this or how we can't be that because Julio's not going to be here. Y'all got to get that stuff out the door. So, um, man, it is what it is, man. Julio is. Yeah, I told I, I told my buddy uh, Corey. Uh, I was like, "Yo, dude." I was like, "This is." I just don't know if it was planned because that's just not Julio's mo. Uh, but he said it, man. People change, and that's true. Uh, Antonio Brown, man, we didn't, we didn't, nobody thought he was a lunatic. Um, what five, six, six years, seven years into the NFL, the dude's a whack job. Uh, so people change, man, and um, it's not fun. It hurts. It hurts the feelings for sure. Um, but as much as we like him, he doesn't want to be here. Well, we're gonna have to let you go then. Let me go. Yeah, you're fired. So can I sign with another team? You can do anything you want, but I suggest you change your attitude or nobody's going to want to work with you. Mike. Deeds. Kevin won the Heisman Trophy two years ago. He is our best player. Don't worry about it. He'll be back. Biggest mistake of your lives! We are coming to a close on episode 16 of the Heads Up Podcast. Some major changes from Julio Jones' uh, character, attitude, approach. Um, But grass isn't always greener on the other side. I appreciate all you guys listening. Thank you so much for the support you give the podcast and listening um, every week. uh, To me, Talk Falcons football, I absolutely love doing it Um, and hearing from all you guys. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Atlanta Falcons Podcast. You can follow me on Facebook, Heads Up and Atlanta Falcons Podcast. Thank you so much to Jason for the support um, and editing that he does with the podcast and producing this thing and making it sound awesome. Everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time.